Over the course of the last few weeks, we've been talking about some of the different things that just seem to infiltrate our lives and, and just rob us of what God wants us to have, the peace and comfort that he wants us to have uh, in our lives. And tonight is one of those that none of us are strangers to, the idea of the stresses that come into our lives. And so tonight we'll use God's word to give us an encouragement how to overcome some of that stress and find joy uh, in our daily lives. I don't know. Hopefully it wasn't today for you. But, but I think all of us can probably relate to that picture at some point, right? Um, I know midterms are coming up if they aren't already here. Some of your classes might have already have some of those tests going on. The deadlines that you face, right? There, there's projects and papers and then exams all seem to pile up in one week. Yeah, it's really hard to avoid that stress. And that's just school. Then you throw into there that, you know, you got to kind of pay for school and so can I work a job and how many hours can I work and still be able to get enough time for my homework? And then, well, is it okay to have a social life too? You'd like to visit with your friends or if you have a significant other and you start juggling all these different things and then maybe your health isn't what you'd like it to be. You're not getting to the gym as much as you'd like or out walking around. Well, you guys walk to class. That's probably pretty good. Yeah, there's just so many things that seem to pile up and those stresses just add one on top of another and yeah, that's what Satan loves to do. He loves to take your joy by making you so focused on life in this world that you forget about the one who already is taking all of your stresses on him. That's why I love these words from Psalm 94 that I'd like to talk to you a little bit about today, verses 18 and 19. Here's what the psalmist says, When I said, my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. The Bible doesn't tell us the occasion for the writing of Psalm 94, but what I would love to do today, just for a couple moments, is take you back to a few verses from Psalm 94. I want you to hear some of the stressors that this psalmist is writing about in Psalm 94. Listen to these verses. Here's verse 2. Rise up, judge of the earth. Pay back to the proud what they deserve. How long, Lord, will the wicked, uh, how long will the wicked be jubilant? They crush your people, Lord. They oppress your inheritance. They say the Lord does not see. The God of Jacob takes no notice. Does he who fashioned the ear not hear? Does he who formed the eye not see? The Lord knows all human plans. He knows that they are futile. For the Lord will not reject his people. He will never forsake his inheritance. Who will rise up for me against the wicked? Who will take a stand for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had given me help, I would soon have dwelt in the silence of death. And then the words of our text. When I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Maybe the stressors of the psalmist in Psalm 94 aren't things that are school-related. But did you hear some of the words that he used? Judgment for his enemies who rise up against him. Crushing, a crushing defeat that his enemies seem to be delivering. He certainly is not in a great place in his life. He knows the stresses of life in this world and he knows that there's only one source to get past all of those stresses. I love the description that he has at the start of verse 18, when my, my foot is slipping. 
Maybe it feels like that sometimes in the stresses in our own life. Like we aren't standing on any solid ground. Like at any moment, it could, the rug could be pulled out from under us and we're going to fall flat on our faces. But look at what he says next. When he gives that description, when he, when he tells us what it feels like to have that stress in his life, that's when he turns to his Lord. It's easy though, isn't it? Isn't it easy to internalize all of our stress? To kind of just keep it inside? To think, well, nobody really cares anyway, or even if they did, I got to deal with it on my own. And that's when the psalmist reminds us where to take the stress that comes into our lives. When my foot was slipping, your unfailing love was my support, is what the psalmist says. And when anxiety was great within me, it's you, Lord, you that brought consolation. And that consolation brought me joy. It's not the only place in Scripture that reminds us that God is there for us in even the most trying and difficult times. You might remember these words that the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4 when he wrote this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the God of peace, which transcends all and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Easy to say, right? There's the psalmist reminding us that when we're anxious, it's God who gives us consolation. Here's Paul saying to take everything to God by prayer and petition, present our requests to Him. So why do we have such a hard time? Why does stress keep coming back over and over and over again? Why, if it should be so much easier, do we have so many reminders from God of where to take the anxieties and worries and stresses of this life? We forget, don't we? We get so caught up in our own lives and what's going on right in front of us that it's easy to forget that there's a God who loves us. There's a God who cares about us deeply. There's a God whose love sent his son all the way to the cross to take our punishment so that we can stand before him holy and blameless. And maybe it's even worse. Maybe there are times when we think about our own problems and we think about the stress that they cause and we wonder if God can take care of our stresses or whether he will. Maybe God just wants me to be stressed. Maybe God wants me to deal with all of these issues and, and we fail to trust his love for us. That's why the psalmist directs us to the only place where stress can be taken. That's to our Savior. That's to Jesus. It's to the one who gives us consolation. It's the one who holds us up when our feet feel like they're slipping. And when we question that love, it's the cross. It's the tomb. Those are the things that remind us of God's deep love for us. All of my failures to trust, all of my anxieties, all of my worries, they've already been paid for. Taken to the cross of Jesus and left. Gone forever because Jesus rose from the dead. It's that and that alone that fills us with joy every single day in this life to not lose sight of the fact that we have a Savior from sin who cares about what happens to us every hour of every day. Do you remember this invitation of Jesus? Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. That's the best way to handle stress, to listen to Jesus' invitation, to come to him when we're weary and burdened. But I think you know that God has given us our brains as well to think about ways that practically we can deal with stress. There are practical ways that that you can work your way through some of the stresses that come into your lives. I just had this conversation with one of the house fellows today. Isn't it funny how sleep can give us stress? Because we get worried about, are we sleeping too much? and then we don't have enough time to get our work done, or we should stay up later to get our work done, and then we don't get enough sleep, and that just causes more stress, right? I think you all know that when you're well-rested, when you can get as much sleep as possible, when you can finally say, I have to carve out enough hours of the day so that my body is well-rested, my mind is well-rested, those are good things to help ease your stress. I'm no dietitian. But I think you all know that uh, eating right, eating healthy, those kind of things help reduce stress as well. And I know how it is when you're on the run. It's easy to forget to eat. It's easy to eat the stuff that you know isn't great for you. And all of that can add to stress as well. I think about a routine. I know, I'm quite a bit older than the rest of you. But routine is good. Because when your body knows how to expect what's coming in the day, that certainly reduces the stress as well. And of course, getting some exercise is always a good thing too. Taking a brisk walk, sweating some of your stress out, hitting the gym, whatever it is, right? See, I'm wondering how many of you have my problem. One of the things that adds to my stress in this life is procrastination. And when I don't plan things out, when I don't think, okay, I have to get this done at this time, that's just something that adds to stress. And, and then I make excuses too, like, well, I just need a couple minutes. If I just watch this little show or this YouTube video or, you know, if I just hit, keep hitting play on Vickers' debut on TikTok, that's probably a good thing, right? I can just keep watching that over and over and that'll take some of the stress as well, as well, away as well. But ultimately, listen to what Paul says in Philippians 4. Come back. Come back to the Lord. Pray. When you feel stressed, put it on God. Take your stresses to him because he cares for you. That's what Peter said. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And, and when you take your stresses to God, when, when you pray, when you say, God, I, I need you. I need your strength. I need your help to get through this week, to get through the next hour, to get through the rest of the semester. That's the one who will take your stress. And he'll do exactly what the psalmist says. He'll find you joy in the consolation uh, that he gives and the comfort that God alone can bring. Some takeaways from our sermon tonight. Number one, recognize the things that cause stress and remember your consolation and joy in Jesus. I wish I could tell you that there is a formula that I can give you tonight that will mean you will never ever be stressed ever again. But this side of heaven, stress is something that we're going to deal with. But here's the beauty. This life is so short in comparison to eternity. And in eternity, we will have a stress-free life forever. 
because of what Jesus has done. Secondly, take all your cares and worries to him. Remember, he invites you. God wants you to come to him with your worries and cares and stresses. And then sleep peacefully in the arms of your Savior. King David was no, no stranger to stress. He certainly knew what it was like to be stressed out on the run from Saul, worried about his life, worried about all of the things that were going on. And he was still able to write these words in Psalm chapter 4, verse 8. In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Isn't that an amazing attitude? No matter what's going on in your life, when the last thing you think about before you fall asleep at night is letting your Savior wrap his arms around you and letting you sleep peacefully because it's all in his hands, that's when God will bring back that joy that Satan so easily tries to steal from us by heaping stress into our lives. And yeah, God will allow you to lie down and sleep peacefully in him. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight knowing that our lives are in your hands and, and what a safe place that is for our lives to be. Forgive us for our lack of trust. Forgive us for the times, Lord, when we've tried to solve all of our problems and our stresses on our own. And instead, turn our attention to you, the one who invites us to come to him, the one to whom, on whom we can cast all our anxieties because you care for us. We pray, Lord, that you watch over all of our loved ones, continue to bless our students in, in all of the things that they have going on in their lives and ease the stress that they go through. We pray for Abby's aunt tonight uh, who is uh, suffering from uh, the diagnosis of, of cancer. We are thankful, first of all, Lord, that the cancer was uh, caught at a very early stage and now we ask you to bless the doctors, the nurses, the medical professionals who care for her aunt uh, and we ask you to make that uh, treatment do its job and continue to preserve her life in this world. Most of all, Lord, give us all the mindset of knowing that, that this life is just a temporary stop on our way to a place that is a stress-free uh, living forever, an eternity with you in the heaven that you've won for us through Jesus. It's in his name that we pray all these things. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.